Hello and welcome to the Worst Movie Ever Made, an experimental movie podcast designed with one thing in mind, to find the worst movie ever made. I'm your host, Chris Hockman. I'm joined by my co-hosts and fellow mad scientists, Rob Scucci and Bob Hasek. And later, by Chad Smith, again from the Last Comic Shop podcast, uh, we're going to have him come in at Fact or No Fact like we've been doing. Uh, and he's going to give us our expert, his expertise for uh, the Spider-Man movie, Far From Home. Mm. which will be uh, Rob's Magic Marvel Corner. But that's all later. Right now, we are here to talk about uh, Hard Ticket to Hawaii. How are you guys doing? And uh, Rob, you're going to explain the movie this week. I'm doing great. I'm going to have a hard time explaining this movie because there are four blonde bimbos, and they're very similar looking. And yeah. I I had to rewatch certain parts when I was first watching it because I was like, I was following these two bimbo stories. And then like, I was like, wait, these are different bimbos that are like doing something similar. But basically there's a snake on a plane, but it's not snakes on a plane. There is a drug Lord (laughs) who's very violently selling weed, who kills like police officers. And then these two girls deliver a snake by accident to an Island because it's poisoned with rat stuff. And then there's lots of weird violence involving like razor blade frisbees and handstanding skateboarding guys. Yeah, that's uh, exactly that's how I would have described it myself. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good luck following that audience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing all right. But, this was our uh, oldest child's twentieth birthday today. So um, yeah. wow, I'm gonna celebrate by talking about I'm gonna <laughs> celebrate by talking <laughs> about my new favorite movie to hate, uh, Hard Ticket yeah. to Hawaii. It is unbelievable. This was a I, uh, fan suggestion. So I, keep I in mind, showed, you can email uh, us. I showed Chad the trailer, and he said, wait, you said this was a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's a series. There's like three, like, there's like three of them with like the same like ensemble or something. Yeah. But I didn't really There's, there's, there's several. several. Yeah, several. there's a bunch. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's throw it to YouTube to see what the wider audience thinks of this one. Hmm. Sitting on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere. Sounds awfully familiar. It's good, though. No, it isn't. YouTube comments. All right, rapid fire. One, everybody remembers the snake and the rocket launchers and the skateboard guy and the frisbee guy. But who remembers the sports commentator that takes time out of the talk about how his vitamin supplements make his urine so bright that he becomes the envy of all other men at the urinals? Never forget. (laughs) Next comment. Best movie I've ever fucking seen in my life. Hands down. The best one that'll ever be released. Um, (laughs) Let's see. So moving on. Andy Sedaris is a legend. Classic cornball at its best. I watched these flicks when I was a kid. I now own the box set of all of them. Proudly. Next comment. (laughs) Andy Sedaris is a genius. Truly the filmmaker of the 80s and 90s. Next one. Hawaii. It's a great place to visit, but you wouldn't want to die there. I could never in my entire life have come up with such a line. It's brilliant. Next comment. Was looking for a Hawaii vacation trailer and found this on accident. I'm not disappointed. LOL. And here's, here's the real rapid fire. One of the greatest movies ever made. One of the best movies I've ever seen. Definitely in my top 5,000 movies of all time. <laughs> An action movie masterpiece. And then all caps, the golden year of movies. The golden wow. year. Okay. Yes. Uh, I'm very interested to see how that's going to skew your rating for uh, test number one, <laughs> the worst of its kind. I feel like somebody <laughs> stuck a big club up my ass. The worst. And it hurts. Of its kind. I've got to figure out a way to get it out of there. 
Okay, so starting with the Fast and the Furious, uh, Hobbs and Shaw, which has Jason Statham and The Rock. Have you guys seen that one? No. No. Rob, you haven't seen that one. Well, it's a 67. Uh, Okay. Uh, Maleficent with Angelina Jolie. I don't know why. A 39. Yep. Okay. Last Action Hero. Yeah, with Arnie. A 40. So a little better than Maleficent. Uh, Lethal Weapon with Glover and Gibson. An 80 there. And then Speed with Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. A 95. Mm. So you put those together, you get a 64.2 average. How do you guys think that Hard Ticket to Hawaii did on Rotten Tomatoes? 67 based on YouTube comments alone. (laughs) See, I'm going five. (laughs) Five is what I feel like it should be, but it's five times that at 25, believe it or not. Yeah, so it's actually only a negative 39.2, which is a bad score, but this this season's been terrible. It is yeah. the worst of its kind, so we'll see how that uh, stacks up against our season champion later. For now, let's summarize the movie with some fun limericks in test number two, Ain't That a Pitch? But for all you Hulkamaniacs that haven't seen No Holds Barred yet, I'm making a list, and I'm checking it twice, and you better go see No Holds Barred. Otherwise, I'll body slam you when I see you. Hulkamaniacs, what you gonna do when No Holds Barred runs wild on you? Test number two. Ain't that a pitch? All right. I'll go first. I haven't in a long time. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Ready. I make movie. I like booby. Booby shooty, so I shoot boobies. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) All right, Bob, you or me? I guess I went first last week, so I guess I go to the next, I guess? I don't know. All right. Uh, There once was a movie that was a sleaze milkshake. So much cringing that it made my joints ache. Girls with guns and bare breasts. A guy takes a harpoon to the chest. And let's never forget about the toilet snake. Okay. (laughs) There once was a snake on a plane and a drug lord who delivered the pain. Half the agents have moves, moves in the other half boobs. But the plot was never fully explained. Oh, man. I, I, I think I'm going to give it to Bob for rhyming milkshake. Yeah, I was going to go Bob to like four, four and a quarter. I, I, went backwards right. from, I went backwards from Toilet Snake, and that's how I <laughs> 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 That's how I got, I got everything else. Hey, so, Bob, if I go uh, five, would that give you, what, uh, like a four, six or some shit like that? Yeah, somewhere? Four, what did, six, he say, six, he, did he say four, five? He four, said four, four, two, five. Oh, then yeah, it'd be like a four, six, seven. Four six seven. Okay. Or four six oh, right. three. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. We'll go uh four six three because I've never seen that and had to jot that one down before, and that's fun. Uh okay, so let's throw it to uh the test number three, the most offensive. Oh, Jimmy, don't even worry. Well, no, 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 think about anything. I'm gonna ask you a question. When you came pulling in here, did you notice a sign on the front of my house that said dead Saddle. storage? Jimmy, you know I ain't seen no shit. Did you notice a sign in the Four front of my shadowing. house that said dead Saddle. storage? <sighs> True. No, I didn't. You know why you didn't see that sign? Because it ain't there, because storing dead saddles ain't my fucking business. That's why. The most offensive. Okay, so you may sense a theme here. Starting uh, starting with number one, 
Immediate titties. Immediate, yes. Yes. Immediate titties. Uh, number two, Molokai Cargo official uniforms show ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. Okay, number three, unnecessary, unnecessary titties. Oh, yeah, lots of them. Completely unnecessary, uh, unnecessary titties. I think, I, I don't know, this might have been the one where they're in a jacuzzi and there's just yeah. boobs. Yeah. They're like, I do my best thinking in the jacuzzi. So they get in the jacuzzi together to like look at what's in this little satchel they recovered. Yeah. And it's diamonds, but and for some reason they have no tops on. Yeah. I don't think that's what girlfriends do. <laughs> no. Uh, number four, to hell with honeymooners. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. They are aware that there is like a um, a gang of like weed producers in Hawaii that are like shooting people. And they just leave the honeymooners out there yeah. at the beach, like where the activity is going on. Don't even warn them. Yep. Nope. Don't tell them about the snake. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, marketing Malibu Express, which is another movie in this uh, that we were talking about before. They made a whole bunch. And uh, Taryn, I think her name is, has a Malibu Express movie poster above her bed. Yeah. Which yeah, it is was like, it was like shot close up and then zoomed back from right. Yeah, and and yeah. it's uh, really funny because she's like the place threw it in for free, so she couldn't even commit to having had it. Like because she bought yeah. it, she was given it because, right. yeah. because the blockbuster or whatever didn't want it. Ah, well, go ahead, you could have that. Um, all right, number six, gr- gratuities. Quite. Yes. Yeah. Number seven, James Bond bone jumping jokes. These girls are just so horny all the time that they have to talk about James Bond jumping their bones in the middle yeah, of a conversation. Yeah. Uh, number number eight, Hansy Host. Oh yeah, he was <laughs> he was the most <laughs> offensive thing in this movie. I think he really might have been. There was something that I clipped. Uh, that I wanted to include that's just so gross that I decided against it. And it's a, a joke where he's pointing to himself when he says to Taryn and Donna that he has the best seat in the house. And uh, I'll let you decide where he's pointing. Uh, yeah. Um, what, she, what she says next is hilarious. It is. It is. <laughs> Hopefully one part of him is bigger than another part of him, I think, is what yeah. she says there. Yeah. Number nine, yeah, yeah. Number nine, needless edie teeties. So, <laughs> so Edie is uh, the person who owns the restaurant uh, in like Honolulu or wherever they or Molokai, yeah. and um, and she just goes into the back and gets changed. It doesn't move the plot at all. So I yeah. wrote needless edie teeties. Um, <clears throat> speaking Spanish to sumos. <laughs> yep. Taryn is sure that she can uh, get information out of these sumo wrestlers, but she's speaking Spanish to them, and that's supposed to be really yeah. fun. All right. Um, I'm going to try not to butcher this one. Number 11, investigatities. <laughs> so, <laughs> mid investigation, you get investigatities. I don't know if you're writing these down, Rob, but I kind of <laughs> hope you are. Investigatities. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Number 12, another Asian martial artist. Yep, I figured you would find that one. 
I sure did. Yeah. Uh, number 13, because we still have a few more. 13 is ridiculous, raunchy remarks during rescue. Yes. It's uh, I don't know the guy's name. It's Rowdy and what the guy with the long hair. I I don't I don't remember yeah, his name. Apparently that guy's an actual actual kick, kickboxer. That 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 guy with the long hair. Yeah, he seems to have that like really like wiry, muscly fatigue. Uh, um, what, what's the word I'm going for? for uh, physique there. So right. he he looks like a kickboxer to me. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, no, well, what I'm talking about there is they are rescuing Edie from the uh, gang leader's like house. Oh, and yeah. she's, she's she's yeah, she's strung up and he's making comments. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's like, man, that would be like a good sex swing or something. He doesn't say that, but yeah. like, that's what he's thinking. And he says something like yeah. that. Um, <laughs> OK, number 14, wet toilet titties. <laughs> so. <laughs> so the, <laughs> the snake uh, destroys the toilet and uh, in doing so, he splashes uh, Donna's white shirt and her boobs are very obvious which was on on purpose for sure <laughs> all right i've got two more and i promise only one of them is a boob joke <laughs> and you know what i think i'm going to swap them so 15 is now 16 16 is a clip so f- number 15 is oh my god oh my god yep three two one this is Jimmy John Jackson, Southern Cable Sports Network. We're here in Molokai, Hawaii for the pro football meetings, and we're at Edie's Outpost with a lot of football celebrities. With us today is Don Merriman to talk to us about his years as quarterback with the Dallas Steers. And seated next to him is favorite receiver Billy Blue Shoes Marvis. Don, the question I've always wanted to ask you is about the touchdown pass you threw to Billy Blue Shoes here last year. Now, it looked to me like a double post pattern with a pick on the outside linebacker, a flare across the middle with your split end, and a play action that gave you time to throw that ball 60 yards in the air. Now, with time running out, no more timeouts, and all that pressure, what was it that you told those guys in that huddle? How did you call the play? Well, Jimmy John, all I said was, niggas go deep, and white guys keep them out (laughs) if you can on two. (laughs) Jimmy, the motherfucker's crazy, but he sure can't throw. That's it from here in Molokai, Hawaii. Back to you, Howard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how hilarious. Um, did you guys read that as white analyst, smart, black athlete, dumb? Because no. I, I felt like that's kind of what they were I saw that as like the guy has been asked this question like a hundred times because it happened a couple of years ago and he's drunk and he's just like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I mean, I... Uh, that's a that's a more uh, a less offensive interpretation and and I appreciate that. Um, but there you have it. They said the s word with, with a hard l e, and uh, <laughs> yeah, just gross. Anytime I hear that in the movie, I'm not happy. Uh, okay, let's do the last one now. It's number sixteen, um, and I, I teased what it was, but uh, <laughs> this one is end credit titties. <laughs> I'm so glad you mentioned that. That was my mention. If you didn't mention, okay, yeah. Even in the end credits, when they're rolling the the names, they have to show you boobs in between. Well, they, they they basically <laughs> cherry picked out. Pardon the expression. They cherry picked out all those scenes to show highlight the movie. Yeah, yeah. that that is true. Yeah, like these yeah. are the best parts. <laughs> They're best highlight titties. <laughs> 
So, so I was I was probably eleven or twelve when this came out, or probably twelve or thirteen when this came out on like cable, like HBO. And my my parents had HBO stolen from a, a cable worker neighbor of ours. Nice. So I watched this as like a thirteen year old, but you know why I watched it? For sure. For yeah. the end credit titties. And, <laughs> and and was shocked the entire movie. Like this is insane. And I it didn't watch it again until last week. Well, after uh, Rob's ad read, we're going to get even deeper into why it's insane. But uh, right for right now, we're going to throw it to his ad read. Hey, Ponderosa. Here I am, just like Bill Cosby in the new movie, Leonard Part 6. On yet another secret mission. I think I enter cautiously. Then I see it. Now get a Leonard Part 6 mini spy camera at Ponderosa for only 99 cents with any purchase. All right. Rob's ad read. You're never going to believe this. Today's episode of the worst movie ever made is brought to you by boobs, or as we like to call them, (laughs) tatas, fun bags, bazoombas, knockers, jugs, twins, globes, melons, mounds, titties, bosoms, hooters, (laughs) pillows, bubbies, chesticles, racks, puppies, bazookas, lady lumps, berthas, orbs, breasticles, cans, ditties, baps, boulders, headlights, balloons, handfuls, domes, high beams, peaks, coconuts, biscuits, mammalian protuberances, flotation devices, jellies, bells, muffins, pillows, torpedoes, warheads, lumps, charms, twin peaks, gazongas, yabos, marshmallows, bongo drums, toppers, bunkers, woo-woos, maracas, love loafs, lady bits, jubblies, badunkadonks, beach balls, milkers, scones, dumplings, muffin tops, kahunas, grapefruits, honkers, flotation devices, love cushions, moon pies, meatloafs, chicken cutlets, hush puppies, watermelons, whoppers, wobblers, airbags, uplifters, front bumpers, woozies, nunga nungas, cha-chas, tomatoes, cupcakes, smuggled peanuts, bug eyes, pom-poms, wonders, targets, doorknobs, lollipops, mounds, tum-tums, fleshy hills, boom-booms, snow globes, butterballs, chest pillows, dewdrops, baby feeders, sprouts, and plums. I'm not sure if I like flesh. Was it flesh mountains? Or Twin Peaks better. <laughs> Twin Peaks. <laughs> yeah, Twin Peaks are super nice. I do like Flesh Mountains though. And I, I heard uh, mammalian protuberances thrown in there, which I yes. thoroughly enjoyed as well. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for should I say the whole name of the um company or or just uh, I'll give it boobs. Thank you, boobs. boobs for yeah. <laughs> thank you, boobs, for joining. Uh we're glad to have you and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next week, maybe. Um yes. okay, test number four, the worst dialogue. Some really bad dialogue. You could drop this guy off at the Arctic Circle wearing a pair of bikini underwear without his toothbrush, and tomorrow afternoon he's going to show up at your poolside with a million-dollar smile and a fistful of pesos. Yeah, I was just clapping for Rob because that that was impressive. (laughs) That you got through all that without any fuck-ups. I would have. Yeah. (laughs) All right, number five. This is uh I have to I have to you know ramp them up. So number one's gonna be the worst, and I think our Bob already knows what's coming. Uh but number five, I bet you he doesn't. This is um called coffee. Charlotte, Charlotte, thank goodness you've decided to come. Charlotte, I'm not just some fast talking New York television director. I care for you a great deal. Trust me, Charlotte. You practically raped me last night. That was last night, Charlotte. This is today. <laughs> I care for you, Charlotte. I care for your mind. I don't care about your body anymore. I'm not into that. May I help you? I'll have a pair of coffee. (laughs) What's in the past is in the past. (laughs) 
Oh, fuck, yeah. man. How is it not number one? <laughs> I don't know. It's amazing. Um, all right. Here's number oh, 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 yep. four. Yarg. Rat snake. Donna, this is Dixon. I want you to listen carefully to everything I have to say. Okay? We had a snake delivered here for the Department of Health. Now, that snake has been infected by deadly toxins from cancer-infested rats. It's a very dangerous snake. It'll kill anybody it comes in contact with. Are you still there, Donna? Yeah, yeah, Dixon. All right. Now, my lawyers made a mistake. You have the wrong snake. You hear me? The wrong snake. No, we don't. Don't tell me. I'm telling you. That snake, don't do anything that... Don't get near it. Dixon, we don't have the snake. It got loose. Be careful. I'll get back to you. Donna, let's get out of here. That thing could be anywhere. Let's get back to the house and secure it. This is an emergency. Give me the Department of Health. Or animal control. How about that? Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> contaminated snake. It's contaminated yeah. with uh, cancer-infested rat, rat bites. Yes. So I, I didn't know that uh, rat cancer was contagious like that. I, th- I thought snakes ate rats. I didn't know that rats bit snakes. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So everything it, about that is just wrong. It was a missed opportunity for the the the, the phrase "miss snake" because they made a <laughs> they made a miss snake. They did make a miss snake. <laughs> Good point. Uh, all right, number three. This this is just raunchy for the sake of being raunchy, and I don't understand it really. I think I do. Mm-hmm. But you guys are going to have to, like, talk me through this one afterwards. It's called Ice. You have another spy movie poster? And in German yet? Yeah, it's a real killer, isn't it? Taryn, you have a Malibu Express poster hanging over your bed. The store threw it in for free. I thought you'd get a kick out of it. We don't hear much from Cody anymore since he left the agency to become an actor. He and Rowdy are cousins, right? Yeah. They're both adorable, but just a little bit flaky, you know? So tell me the truth, Don. About Rowdy. How's his stuff? Right. He's got four <laughs> inches. Four inches? That's not so hot. Yes, it is. I measured him from the ground up. <laughs> I'm going to put these in the freezer. After all, it is ice, isn't it? Can someone explain? Does that mean that his penis is hanging... Uh, and the right, the gap right around is... his ankles, yeah. They're they're yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure any woman would even want that. Yeah. To, to to be totally honest, um, but I like how they cap it off with the uh, the ice pun at the end. Delivered yeah. no so nonchalantly. Um, diamonds are ice, so she's gonna put the ice in the freezer. That's mm-hmm. gonna be the hiding place for that <laughs> for diamonds. All right, uh, just wait for these last couple. And honestly, the worst acting is just as bad with dialogue, but, you know, you got to separate the tests, I guess. We didn't have to. We could have just done them all together, but here's number... (laughs) This is Dirty Talk. Two separate clips. Did you know what was happening here when you asked me to stay in Honolulu? Yeah. You can't control my life. I don't want to control your life. 
All I want to do is suck the polish right off your toes. <laughs> All right, and here's Dirty Talk number two. You should get in, Rowdy. The water is great. Are you kidding? I've got better things to do with my body temperature. <laughs> what are you talking about? What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. He's got better things to do. <laughs> with his yeah, his body temperature. Yeah. I like to make sure that I ration my body temperature correctly throughout the day as well. Yes. Uh, all right, here it comes. This is number one, Daddy. Drum roll. You know what? Fuck it. Clean. What are you two doing here? Now calm down, Mr. Romero. We got some bad news. Yeah, boss. Uh, somebody beat us through the stuff. They got away. Looks like they almost killed you. Who were they? It was a couple of broads. Broads? <laughs> you dummies. They got away on that cargo plane. Yeah. Uh-huh. Molokai cargo. Yeah. If brains were birchant, you'd have a clean cage. I'll get someone else to handle them. Get out of here. Oh, my God. That is like a... That's a JCVD line. Maybe it's... I'm complaining because it, the accent... It's even, yeah, it's even worse. You're, you're right. It is that style, but it's it's yeah. as bad as it gets. Well, if you want to yeah. make a note back to worst, most offensive, Chris, they, they called women broads twice. They sure yeah. did. Calling women broads. Okay, that'll be number 17. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, usually I, I want as much as we can come up with so that way if it wins, not saying this is going to win, but it is, um, yeah. <laughs> then I'd have more material to do, play the offensive minigame with later. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so there you have it. There's uh, there's the dialogue we selected, so uh, you know how bad the dialogue is. But for now, we're going to uh, pass it to Bob to tell us what's so bad about the production in uh, test number five, the worst production. Hey, Dirtbag. You're lousy. Production. I don't like lousy. Productions. You wasted a kid for nothing. Now I think it's time to waste you. All right. right. Okay. So, worst production this week is the tagline, and hear me out through my entire rationale: laughable effects. Okay. So, yeah. first of all, I, I'm going to address the elephant in the room. This movie knows what it is. Okay. It does. Yeah. It was what it claims to be. It's a low budget action movie in the uh, quote unquote girls with guns action subgenre. And that being said, um. If, if if you can't deliver on the effects, maybe don't try them. Like, yeah. yep. low budget low budget special effects can look better with a little clever camera work, a little bit of editing. I've I've done it. Um, and and you can have a nudie movie with action and humor and violence. Yeah, but if you're gonna throw in gore and creatures, I have to say creatures because that the snake, snake is a creature. No. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I called it the elbow snake because in one scene you can see the guy's arm in the sn snake costume. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's clearly a hand, like the way yeah. it's, it, its mouth moves like Kermit the Frog, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, so he, here's my ta my ending to this. I say put a little more effort forth, but I'm also being picky. Because honestly, I could not find much wrong with this production. 
They are low budget. <laughs> they're low budget filmmakers. They write their own scripts. They cast. They they, they cast using Playboy Playmates. In case you didn't realize that. Yeah. Not know uh, that. Expectations are what they are. Can't fault them for what comes out the other end. Yeah. Yeah, which is yeah. pure um, shit. I, I try not to read reviews on the front end because I don't want to ruin like the Rotten Tomato score. But like, it's widely considered to be one of the best B movies of its time. Yeah. Is yeah, it, four of the yeah, four of the women were were playmates of the month in the eighties. That doesn't surprise yeah. me. What about the other like nine women that show their boobs? Nine just... women. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure if you counted up, there were only four of them. <laughs> no, I I feel like I can come up with Edie, and then the the girl that just like is giving um, Michael or Michelle the advice, right? Yes. And, and then, then two leads. That's it. There's got to be another pair of boobs in there somewhere. I'll find the... it. <laughs> well, there was a waitress, but she didn't show up. <laughs> you, you gonna watch it again, Chris? I may. There's, there's got to be another pair of boobs in there. I swear. I'm telling you, know, Rob, you, me and Rob were talking about shortcuts to find text easier. Is there a Control B? <laughs> you, can, you can hit. <laughs> That's all you would need. <laughs> All right, let's throw it to test number six, the worst acting. Yeah. This is where the law stops, and I start acting badly. Suck em. <laughs> That still makes me laugh. Uh, I was I was thinking, uh, what about the bodybuilder chick, but she doesn't show her boobs? What about the honeymooner, but she doesn't actually show her boobs? They just are in, yeah. like, tight, you know, top dressing. But, uh... <sighs> Man, I swear to God, there's another pair. I'm telling you. Inside I'm the country area of Nipopolis. <laughs> <laughs> Look at I'd my like daughter's a, boobs. I'd like a, a pair of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, do this in, in um, regular numerical order, starting with number one. <laughs> this is just so funny. This is face. Hi, Edie. Hi, how have you been? You're not so hot. Can I get a white wine, please? Same for me, Patty. I'd like a martini, vodka, medium dry, lemon peel, shake the nuster. Yeah, yeah, ladies. I didn't already know. Edie, we've got to talk. No one can hear us here. Have you heard anything about diamonds in connection with Seth Romero? Donna, the agency only uses me as a contact. There's really very little that they tell me directly. I just shot Seth Romero in the face. I should have killed him. You may wish you had, because the best you can hope for now is crutches. We've got to reach Rowdy. Desperately. Let's go to my office. Hey, wait. What's happening? Hey, Jimmy John Jackson, selling... Jimmy John Jackson. I don't Jimmy know where. <laughs> uh, the the best part there is I just shot Seth Romero in the face. <laughs> <laughs> the delivery is so confused. <clears throat> okay, we've got a um a part one and a part two here, starting with number two. This is turkey. These are amazing, by the way. Hey, Colleen, who's that turkey with you? He's just a thrower. Sorry, Buster. We ain't allowed here. Take off. Hey, lighten up. We're just throwing. Oh, yeah? Let's see you throw one. 
He's just a thrower. <laughs> How about you get lost? What do you mean? I mean it. Move out. Now! Hey, Colleen! Got a great ass. So do you, Pilgrim. <laughs> you don't look so hot to me. Oh, yeah? You didn't catch this. Hey. Yeah, let's have it. For the Molokai cops. Yeah, sorry. Had to. The YouTube audience. All right, so that like Trolls 2 sound at the very end yeah. is uh, a horror sound because Rowdy throws a razor blade frisbee, if you're just listening. <laughs> At Shades, the guard, and it not only cuts right through his fingers, but also right into his neck, and it kills him. My question yeah. is, what is going to be left for the catch-all? Uh, about four pages. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will lightning round that as fast as I can, though, I promise. Yeah. It's really not that bad. I'm exaggerating. Uh, <clears throat> all right, let's uh, go to number three. This is Turkey 2. This is maybe crazier. I don't know. Man, he must be smoking some heavy doobies. <laughs> Come on! Move it, Harry! They're just up ahead. You got him, bro. <laughs> you got him, bro. Like a kind of a car chase. Yeah, sort of. With a blow up I doll. think they're gone down. What's yep. a blow up doll, yeah. Here's the gun skater. Blow him away. No problem, baby. <laughs> Look out, he's got a gun. Look out, he's got a gun. Jade, how bad you hit? I've been better, but I'll live. Let's get that turkey. There it is. <laughs> Wait. clarify i looked up what turkey means in slang yeah actually pretty insulting a person or thing of little appeal a dud a loser a naive stupid or inept person a poor and unsuccessful theatrical production a flop oh how how fitting yeah <laughs> uh so it turns out that guy's name is jade the one who gets shot with the long hair okay because yeah, they just said okay. it for sure 
Um, and I saw Jade, but I didn't see a picture on like IMDb, so I wasn't sure if that was the character's name or not. <laughs> so if you are in the podcast audience, what just happened is man on a skateboard goes by our two heroes uh, upside down. He's like on his hands. And uh, they're like, whoa, that dude's high. And then he goes to a car and they drive past them really fast. And they're like, I think they're gone so we can relax. But then they come back with a gun and a blow up doll on a skateboard again. <laughs> why the blow up doll? I think to hide the gun. I, I'm pretty sure that's why it's there. Um, a little distraction, you know, and Jade gets shot. They call him a turkey, and they reverse. For some reason, he's just spinning around on his skateboard celebrating, having just shot him. Mm -hmm. uh, they go fast enough in reverse to launch him in the air, like some 15, 20 feet, and then uh, Rowdy rocket launches him. And then <laughs> the blow-up doll. He rocket launches the blow-up doll separately. Just in case, I don't know, just in case there's, what, like drugs in there? Or, yeah. or a, the blow-up doll has a gun? I don't know. I'm not sure why, but this movie um, is is so <clears throat> much. It's so much. Chris but we have one hit, more. Chris definitely hit the bingo card by saying the blow-up doll was to cover up a gun. I mean, come on. They didn't yeah. think of that. You, <laughs> only only I, you thought of that. <laughs> I thought they maybe needed to get access to the carpool lane to, to pull off such a heist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a fair point, Rob. Yeah, that must have been it. Uh, maybe we maybe that's a double bingo. Uh, giving the <laughs> giving it too much credit. We haven't had any like faulty pipe logic lately, or I don't know what were the other. We haven't been referencing South Park too much. I feel bad for yeah. the bingo card players out there. Maybe yeah. we'll have to keep that in mind. Uh, but for now, we'll go to number four. Over. Well, Mister Chang. I'd say it's all over. In a pig's ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, though. That's the whole clip. <laughs> I just thought it was super funny. Um, that's Mr. Chang is the ultimate bad guy, even though they've yeah. like dealt with Seth Romero and he felt like the bad guy. And I don't know, all the goons and stuff. They go to Mr. Chang's office in like Honolulu or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they throw him out a window. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The white guy with the affected accent is Mr. Chang. <laughs> Mr. Chang. Yeah, I didn't really understand that either. Uh, but anyway, uh, right now we're going to throw it to fact or no fact. Should we uh, ask Chad to join us? I did. He should be here uh, pretty quickly, so we can. I can start the uh, start the start the bumper. Yeah, right. let's start the bumper up. Fact. No fact. Fact. No fact. Well, we'll be joined in a minute by Chad Smith of the Last Comic Shop podcast. He's been with us. This will be his third appearance in four weeks, I believe it is. Uh, he's got the uh, expertise when it comes to comics and all things comics, including Marvel movies. Uh, so yeah. he's going to join me in asking Rob some probing questions since Bob is about uh, bowed out. Due to his lack of Marvel knowledge, <laughs> why God. they're friends, I'm not too sure. Complete really? lack. Of, it, it is amazing that he he will hang out with me. He must find me charming in some ways. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I two do. Things, two, two things Ch Chad asked me when I showed him the trailer. First thing he said was, "But I told you already was that this looks good." And the mm -hmm. second one was supposed to be there. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's that's, that's pretty. That's how fitting. Like he, he. I guess he thought it was like uh, a stunt double of some sort. <laughs> well, they couldn't get Jamie Kennedy, so they couldn't get Jamie Kennedy. You know, they had, to, they had to go get that blow up doll. I think that uh, might have been Chad trying to uh, join us. Should we um, explain factor no fact real quick? And yeah, uh, so, he knows how yeah. it works. Yeah, here we go. Factor no fact. This week, uh, I called. Uh, <laughs> this is this is um um this is vulgar. Hard hard dick inquiry was <laughs> hard dick inquiry. Nice. Yeah. Which is why I changed hard ticket to Hawaii too. <laughs> it's my my filthiest one, but it fits because this movie was just filthy. No, it really does because like you're, you're like it makes me wonder should I should I have a half a chubby for this movie or should I? There's a lot of boobies, but like it's so ridiculous, you know. There he On is. That note, hello. <laughs> hello. I will not be doing any lunges tonight. Don't worry. I was gonna say I'm excited to see you too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, it, it, well, I gave you your uh, intro already, but uh, here's Chad Smith. Um, you know, you know why he's here. Let's uh, let's get into factor no fact. Okay, so we're looking for the lie once again. Uh, four of these things, believe it or not, are facts. Which, okay. once again, because I am a dedicated podcaster, I had to read interviews with the directors Sorry. and actors <laughs> because no one wants to submit facts to any other websites out there. Anyway, right. here's number one. The lead actress, that's the main bimbo, uh, was yeah. drunk. <laughs> she was drunk most of the shoot and while on set. Okay, that's the first one. Second one, the director slash editor, same guy, made sure that two minutes never passed in the movie without an aircraft, a vehicle, a boat, a gun, <laughs> or nudity. Okay. Okay. Third thing. Very little, very little to no dialogue is filmed during nude scenes so that it would play on cable without confusing the plot. Huh. All right. Fourth one. No studio would make this movie, so it was self-financed from overseas video sales from his previous movies. And last one. With a surprising lack of profane language, Fuck and shit are only said once each during the movie. Huh. <clears throat> okay, so we gotta find the lie. The lie. Find the lie. So they were said as many times as the N-word. Okay, according <laughs> <laughs> According to that. Hey, it was 80, 87, that wasn't profane. Just kidding. <laughs> okay, you know what? Damn. Um, thinking about it, I think I agree that fucking shit were only said once during the movie. I'm working backwards here. Um, no studio would make this movie, so it was self-financed from the previous movie. I don't think that no studio would make it, but I do believe it was self-financed, so I think that's like a half and half right there. So um, I'm going to circle back to that. I'm going to italicize that for a second. Very little to no dialogue is filmed during nude scenes, so that would play on cable without confusing plot. I want to call bullshit on that because... I mean, all those dirty talk lines about, like, using my body temperature. I mean, it's not a <laughs> plot-heavy line of dialogue, but there is speaking. True. So I'll circle back to that. Director slash editor made sure that two minutes never passed without an aircraft, a vehicle, a boat, gunner, nudity. Believable. The one I really want to land on, though, is lead actress was drunk most of the shoot and while on set. Because I don't think she was slurring. And... 
you're talking about models and playmates as much as <clears throat> they have like tabloid type lives lives where like you know they're constantly harassed and harangued and they do have sometimes volatile personal lives they don't tend to drink because it does not fit their macros to have model magazine cover True. body status fair point so if she was boozing she would have i mean like anybody who boozes regularly puts on some pounds and there were no pounds to be seen because they were playmates True. So my instinct tells me number one is the lie, but the dialogue one is tripping me up. I'm going to go with my gut and say that the lead actress was not drunk because she's a model and models don't drink. They do cocaine. And it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chad, the, right. uh, four, the four lead actresses who all bared themselves uh, waist up uh, were Playboy Playmates at the time. Very nice. Experienced then. Yes, yes, experience yes, in the things. boobage field. Yeah, <laughs> had had no qualms, I'm sure. Chad, you want to go next, or do you want me to go? Um, I'll I'll go. Um, I don't know if I agree with uh, Rob's assessment because I feel like a lot of actresses uh, do the binge and purge, binge oh, and purge, binge yeah, and purge. That's how they maintain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate, but uh, it's a thing. Um, I I'll say I. I don't know about the use of language, but uh, I don't think it's that one. And I actually think the rule about having an aircraft nudity, a gun, or an explosion is a wonderful rule, which most films should follow. <laughs> so I'm not going to go with that one. So I'm going to say, because people love schlocky movies, I bet it wasn't self-financed. I bet there was some obscure, like, canon-esque family yeah. that... The, the people that did the, the Superman movies later on that just wanted to make a buck that were like, yeah. this is a good idea. Look at all these explosions and nude scenes and airplanes yeah. he has. Yeah. Yeah. I want a piece. So I'm going to say it was not self-financed. Very fair. Okay. So uh, Rob is number one. Chad is number four. I will go number three. Very little dialogue and nude scenes. Just because I think I, I feel like they were talking a lot on the beach where Taryn and, uh, Jimmy John, and I feel like uh, Donna and Rowdy were talking quite a little bit um, when she was like giving him a hand, so to speak, uh, or or whatever it was that was happening later in the movie. Uh, so I'm going to go with number three. L Lauren Bobert. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> so they were watching so Beetlejuice. I heard Rob. I'm going to start with you, Rob. Um, okay. The lead actress was so drunk. She's walking. She was walking straight. I don't know. She was so drunk that she doesn't remember most of the shooting, and when she watches it, she was embarrassed because of how bad her acting was. Okay, and in fair. in subsequent movies, she was in AA, and the production team made sure she made meetings and didn't drink and all that shit. So that like Damn. she credits the filmmaking crew for keeping her sober. So I'm yeah, adding bamboozled that. by bulimia to the write up. <laughs> thank you chad okay uh and this is the one where i uh i destroy all your hopes and dreams because the director and editor never made wow. sure that two minutes passed i made that up and i actually oh, made sure it wasn't true by skipping ahead every two minutes and making sure <laughs> that wasn't oh, the case Bob. so the the film the scene in the bar with the restaurant with the sportscaster and stuff yeah 
That was the longest segment with none of those things. It was like a good five, six minutes. Wow. Oh, uh, it was boring as hell. Um, yeah. So, yes, um, the, the, the director on interview said that he doesn't like to put dialogue on the scenes with nudity because he wants to make sure it plays on cable. Huh. And it doesn't confuse the story. So he said, like, during love, like love scenes, no dialogue. And during nudity scenes, nothing important. Well, he's lying. Yeah. And I'm right. It was all important. <laughs> uh, it was self-financed. With what movie? What was the poster again? Miami Malibu, Expre- Malibu, Malibu Express. Express. That's right. The, the sale of Malibu Express videos overseas financed this entire movie. Wow. <laughs> Apparently, uh, non-American countries love the boobage. Well, and, I mean, American, uh, American it, countries it. love boobies. <laughs> it was the 80s, yeah. Yeah. So, so I did a control F on the screenplay and found one fuck, one shit, uh, and one. Four, a- four asses and six bitches, but those apparently aren't things that are going to get bleeped on public a- like, like cable TV. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, and then, of course, the N word. Uh, other than that, uh, there was nothing. Wow. And apparently the director is very proud that his movies aren't profane, even though he's wrong. <laughs> I mean, visually, as profane as they can measure get. that. <laughs> Four I inches know. from the ground. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the measurement. Yeah. Chad, if you would have heard the clips that Chris picked out, you would be disagreeing with this highly. <laughs> oh, man. It's it is shocking. It it's is shocking. He has his code of honor. I can respect that. Yeah. yeah, if it's about sex acts, he, he's all for it, but <laughs> don't use the curse word. <laughs> all right, uh, cool. Well, that not cool, though, because nobody wins, yeah. especially uh, because I yeah. didn't win. And that I finally won again. Yeah. It's been a while since I won. All right, I guess we'll count it as a win for Bob. And Bob since Bob's won. on the same team as me. Bob won <laughs> with, with 60% odds against him. Wow, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. In our favor. All right, let's throw it to the catch-all. And now it's time for the catch-all. The doors suck. All right. I agree. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to catch shade because I, I don't know Chad all that well yet, but I hate the 80s. Oh, no. Mm. Yeah, I what about Tony Danza? <laughs> Fuck Tony Danza. I'm, oh, a, no! I'm impartial because new waves undue influence on modern music. Yeah, there's lots of cheese, but like the songwriting and the chord structure is all good. But like that whole like shit. Yeah, I hate that. I'm not a fan. How were how were songs in general in the 80s, Rob? What do you mean? Like like music in general was it good in the 80s? Yeah. No. Lies. I, well, I don't pop, like... pop music wasn't good, but a lot, a lot of other stuff that was good. I want. I don't want to sound uh, like a queer right, nothing, but I think Depeche Mode's a sweet band. <laughs> that was a uh, what a, an orgasmo quote. Yeah. Just so you know, uh, teaching the young ranger the bribery routine, I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> right in the beginning. Uh, Just I'm gonna kind of go cover everything. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, there's there's plenty, so I'm gonna go quick. Awful hand puppet snake I wrote, which uh, I guess it's the elbow snake. That's all I'm calling it. Because <laughs> you can see the guy's elbow. Uh, the honeymooners didn't care about the snake on the honeymoon plane. I think I'd be a little yeah. freaked out. You know, from what I've heard, snakes on a plane is not good. Rob, I'm borrowing that, that line. Um, yeah. 
I I wrote down again the snake is contaminated. Can you contaminate a snake? I guess. I don't think that's what you'd call it. Well, come on, tell uh, Chad what it was contaminated with. Uh, cancer-infested rats bit this snake, so it was can- contaminated with rat cancer, and that's what made it scary. Yeah. Okay. Besides the fact so the that it snake- was a giant boa constrictor. <laughs> with the place. rat cancer bite. Okay. Yeah. So I think. Yeah. I think Chad's going to double down on his. This is actually a good movie decision. I'm- <laughs> yeah, that sounds like the Simpsons with the dogs with the bees, the dogs with the bees oh, in their mouths. So when they bark, so when they they bark, bees, they shoot bees at you. Yeah, <laughs> the Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. Yep. Um, I love the little helicopter that they show. Oh, the drone. It, yeah, yeah. It, like just it makes the bad guy less scary for some reason. Having that tiny little yeah. helicopter. Um, nobody uses nunchucks correctly. Ever. Yep. Like they showed Karen with them, and she's like barely, barely swinging them. And then uh, at the end, she hands Rowdy the. Uh, oh, actually, I think it's Donna that hands Rowdy. It doesn't matter the nunchucks, and he just grips them in his hand and beats the bodyguard to death. Well, like, <laughs> like he's holding the roll of quarters, not like he has nunchucks. You mean um, nunchuckus? Yes. Yeah, nunchucku. Um, she. <laughs> She does her best thinking in the jacuzzi topless, I said already. Uh, why did they bring the snake back to the, the the place where they got it in the first place, if that's not its destination? It was supposed to go to, like, a wildlife reserve to live out its last 36 hours or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why and they, they just, just like, brought it back. If if they knew they were, tra- like, why transport it when you could just, like, like saw its head off and then... Yeah, just it shoot it. It's, throw it out in the garbage. It's infested with rat cancer. Yeah. Just get rid of it. Um, is the gang leader a white guy in a bunch of makeup doing Latino face? Does anybody know? Yes. Oh, that guy. I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Seth, I think he was doing Latino face, which I'm not cool I thought even, I thought you meant Mr. Chang. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Um, he can't believe... Seth, the guy I'm talking about, can't believe that he saw a snake. He's so shocked that he starts shooting at it. It's a yeah. snake. And it's considerably far away. It's like the scene in Austin Powers, the first one, when the steamrollers like yeah. going, like one no, mile an yeah. hour, and the guy's just like no. yelling, "Stop!" <laughs> um, when correctly colored, urine wins respect, according to Jimmy John uh, during his prescription tirade, which we mentioned yes. already. But um, I have—I don't know about you guys, but I haven't had a situation where I'm I'm at the urinal and some guy like sees the glow of my urine and is uh, ready to compliment yeah. me about it or anything. Yeah. Not that my urine glows, of course. Yes. Of course. No Rowdy, tell- <laughs> <laughs> Rowdy tells Donna to visit the gang leader's house when he finds out that he's trying to kill her. Yeah, he does. Literally. He actually does. Um, this movie is porn, I wrote. Yeah. Uh, it- Taryn says at one point that she's a receptacle for Jimmy John's desires. Which uh, almost made it the most offensive, but since we had 16, it, it didn't quite make it. That's a real nice um, way of saying cum dumpster. <laughs> God damn. Uh, gross... Semen receptacle, sir. Yes. <laughs> Far more respectable. <laughs> a riz receptacle. <laughs> um, gross braid uh, semi karate guy has. His name is Jade. I just, I'm not into the like really long braided hair. Thing mm. maybe I, maybe it's just something I would never do personally, but um, Edie's bartender Michelle is obviously a dude. I think that they thought that they were hitting us with a 
a bamboozle, not not the bulimia kind, but the like I can't believe it's actually a dude. Uh, kind. I can't I can't believe it's not tits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm sure that we can find one in that list that ad read yeah. that would fit that better. Yeah, uh, uh, I can't believe it's not honka honkas. <laughs> Uh, guard playing frisbee with Hawaiians uh, while strapped with an Uzi. Yeah, I feel like that's a little dangerous. Everybody knows Hawaiians don't play frisbee. <laughs> yeah. True, at least not without their Uzis. Uh, <laughs> vodka with lemon peel comes in twice. Uh, Taryn's order at the Edie's dine-in or whatever is the mar- dry martini, like half dry with a lemon peel. Uh, she yeah. specifically asked for vodka. And then I guess we're to believe that Jade is uh, her perfect match because he does vodka shots with a lemon peel in his mouth later in the movie. Yeah. That was supposed to tie them together, right? But they Body don't end up side. together anyway. Yeah. yeah, he ends up with ED anyway. Um, bodybuilder torture, I thought was kind of weird. Yeah. It's a scene we were talking yeah. about before where ED's all roped up and this really jacked chick comes in with nunchucks she doesn't use. And like springs yeah. her up and then punches her in the stomach with nunchucks in her hand. Yeah. Pretty weird. Uh, when reviewing their footage from hundreds of feet away, they managed to get a close up on shades. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little convenient. A little bit. Uh, here's a couple lines from Rowdy One man's dream is another man's lunch. I'll, I'll let you decide what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just when you think it's safe to take a pee. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's another line for you. Both of one. those almost made dialogue, but we only have five spaces. So, uh, military taps music when they're uh, loading up. You know, they're doing the the trope yeah. where they're getting all their arsenal, like all the guns ready, yeah. and they're playing military taps. I thought that was really funny. Uh, totally unnecessary ground rule from Taryn when she gets out of the vehicle when they're attacking Seth. <laughs> yeah. <Cess>. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I know if you noticed that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, guy gets shot at that same place, and he goes, ah. <laughs> yeah. Not kidding. That was his reaction. Um, his mother gave him those uh, hair beads. Jade's Jade's mom gave him his his hair beads. So when he's in a karate fight, he gets upset about that. Oh, I don't right. know. Yeah. I don't know if we're supposed to get upset too. Um, Donna Donna wipes away her sweat a lot. I noticed in this movie. Yeah. But yes, what's worse is she. Yeah, she t- that that too. But yeah, right before she gets attacked by uh, Seth, she's wiping away her sweat. What I noticed, though, is that she wipes her mouth with the same towel. Yes. Hmm. Like, she's got armpit sweat in that towel, and she's, like, wiping her mouth. I just thought it was really nasty. Um, Extremely bad fight choreography. Like, they, yes. yeah. they, you should have brought somebody on, you know? Just punch through the closet door, dude. Seth yeah. is stabbing the closet door with, like, with, like a <sighs> dagger. And it like yeah. you could you could very easily if even if you're like the scrawniest of people, man, woman, whatever, you could punch through that closet door, no problem. That yeah. guy just wouldn't die either. Yeah, true. I, I did write that there were a lot of false finishes uh, later yeah. in the catch-all, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but but there there definitely are. Um, mold, okay, that, so yeah, right there. Uh, snake destroys toilet. That wouldn't happen. That would just never yeah. happen. The snake is not uh, muscular enough to do that. I'm not. If I was stuck under a toilet, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd be able to burst through it. I, I, I'd just die. Yeah. 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 Same here. Um, <clears throat> rocket exploded helicopters and snakes mm-hmm. and blow up dolls. 
mm-hmm. and people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe it is a good movie. I was see, I was worried about the thing about the blow up that bothered me is like it's too light. If if a rock that wouldn't register an impact and blow up, I think it would just like kind of like catch it and keep going. Right? You may be right. You may be right yeah. about that. That's a fair yeah. point. Um, Rowdy once once again he says one more stop on the tour. He's talking about going to Chang's office to kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wrote "fuck you, Andy Sedaris." Okay. That's that's my last for the catch-all. You guys want to mention anything? Uh, no. Um, just lack of lack of police procedure for DEA or whatever the hell they are. They just like go rogue the entire movie, that's, or has or do nothing. As somebody who worked in a Amazon fulfillment center at the height of the pandemic, I mm. don't like how they they kind of like portray the uh, the average forklift operator as a as a lazy <laughs> everyman. <laughs> yeah, they were they were rather lazy. I never I never once loaded a problematic snake into the wrong tote. Well, I mean, and that's without it saying cancerous uh, rat yes. infested snake. On the, I, if you saw that, I think you'd give it even more attention. I did throw out a lot of batteries, though. And like they, into like, your backpack? And no, home. like in the garbage, because they, they docked me on overtime, and I, I wanted to throw out the equivalent in batteries to break even. <laughs> <laughs> you are a fucking menace. Uh, okay. Here it is. Here's the big segment. Um, we're throwing it to Rob's Magic Marvel Corner, where uh, Chad's going to yeah. kind of take the reins here. Uh, I'm going to ask a few questions, too, just to, just for fun. Uh, but take it away, Rob, with the bumper. Rob's Jones. Magic Smash. Marvel big monster. Movie Let's go. Corner. Right, Spider-Man Far From Home. This starting it off with I enjoyed it thoroughly. I like the Spider-Man movies. In the MCU canon, I agree. Chad, right. you want to you want to start? Okay, so it's uh, it's trivia time. Okay, right. and so let's start off with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, okay, who yeah. shows up in the movie as Mysterio. Um, mm-hmm. He was once in various series consideration to take over which other superhero's role? Was it Ed Norton's mm-hmm. Hulk? Was it Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man? Uh, was it Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider? Or Christopher O'Donnell's Robin from the Batman franchise? I want to say Ghost Rider or Hulk, because he has that kind of Neanderthal look with his eyebrow. Um, <laughs> but... More like Donnie uh, Dorco. Yeah, <laughs> nice. <right>? Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, fuck, Hulk or um, Knight Rider, I could... Ghost I'm Rider. Like, Ghost, that's right, yeah, I'm thinking David Hasselhoff. Or, or Knight Rider. <laughs> or Knight Rider, um, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Hulk, because I feel like he, Hulk. I feel like he'd be very good at, like, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Like, that whole... I don't like you thing. now. Yeah. No. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite Space Ghost lines. Uh, anybody else want to venture a guess? Uh, Toby Maguire, Spider-Man. Okay. Bob? Well, since since uh, Knight Rider is not really an option, I'll go with Robin. There you go. Okay, so the correct answer uh, was because after filming Seabiscuit, Tobey Maguire suffered a back injury uh-huh. and uh, was holding out in terms of uh, he wanted more money to film Spider-Man 2. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. But fortunately, he was dating the 
Universal Studios like president, and he was able to right. smooth over relations because Sony was ready to drop him and replace him with Jake Gyllenhaal. Because right. they're no, like, you might not be healthy enough to film. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I just I could see that. I felt like it was the right time. Like the, the, the yeah. right time frame. Oh yeah. Uh, so okay. So that was question number one. Uh, my, go, go ahead. My number one is, uh, and I feel like this is an obvious when it comes to Spider Man. Who is your favorite Spider Man? It's almost like asking favorite Batman. Honestly, I, I I like Tom Holland. I think, but I'm seeing it. I was talking to Bob before we started the show, and I'm I'm kind of biased because they started the Spider Man and the MCU was just he was just Spider Man doing Spider Man shit. Yeah, no, no emotional through line with Uncle Ben and Aunt May and like his right. like, wrestling stint. It was just like I'm a high school student. I have these powers. I want to join the Avengers. We're gonna do it. Um, I, I do like that too. So I just I, I like the MCU Spider Man movies because of the immediacy and they get straight to the action. And everybody knows the origin story. So, like, I'm biased for that reason. And it's been so long since I've seen, since I've seen the Tobey Maguire ones. And then there's the Amazing Spider-Man one that happened, like, in between. And, like, I don't remember it well yeah, enough. Yeah, Andrew Garfield. Not, not good, in my opinion. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to go Tom Holland on this one. I, I think I think the numbers don't lie. I think they're highly successful for a reason. I think the the, the, the one we haven't seen yet um, are from home. Something home. The, uh, the yeah, other home. And... Yeah. No way home. I heard No Way Home's, like, you can't top it. So I, I maybe I'll revisit this question when we I watch the third one. But right now, cool. Tom Holland. Well, I got to know, Bob and Chad, who who would you pick if you had to pick a favorite Spider-Man? Oh, don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Tom Holland care. there, too. He gives no, no craps <laughs> about this. So my favorite <laughs> Spider-Man movie, like I, I am a, a diehard Spider-Man guy. Um I've told Bob like a million times. I'm like 32 issues away from having all of the amazing Spider-Man comics. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, and so Spider-Man 2, the Tobey Mahal- Toby Maguire Spider-Man 2 is my favorite Spider-Man movie. Is that the Doc but, Ock? That is the Doc yeah, Ock one. That's yeah. That one. Yep. That's actually technically Spider-Man 2.1 with eight additional minutes. Because uh, <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson gets the suit and is like standing on the desk pretending he's Spider-Man. Uh, uh, J.K. Simmons? Yes. Oh, but, awesome. But to, that's my favorite uh, movie. But as far as Spider-Man goes, I think Tom Holland is the best of all the worlds. You get that youthful yeah. joy and exuberance. You get those emotional moments that Tobey Maguire was able to deliver. I think Tobey was a little too weepy sometimes. Yeah, Definitely. So, uh, a lot as of much memes, as, though. Yes. And as much as I love those movies and Tobey dancing and all that other stuff, and yeah. I think they're, they're great movies, uh, I, I'm going to go with Tom Holland as well. Wow. Cool. Okay. Nice. Well, you're number two. Uh, My number two. Okay, so we just talked about J.K. Simmons. Uh, Okay. And so I, in my opinion, and I'm I'm fairly certain this is fact, that casting J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson was the best casting in any movie ever. Yeah. Pretty much. Right. I can agree with that. And so he does pop up. Like my favorite part of. Far from home is at the end when they reveal that J.K. Simmons exists in this universe. Yeah, cool. Uh, as like an Alex Jones style, uh, <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson. Okay, yeah. Um, then he's shown up as like Lego Spider Man. He's shown up in the Across the Spider Verse movies. He was in the Marvel cartoons. Like J.K. Mm-hmm. Simmons has taken that role. He was in Spider Man Pinball. He's done all of those things um, as J. Jonah Jameson. But what other universe? Uh, has J.K. Simmons 
not been a part of? What other cool. universe has J.K. Simmons not been a part of? Um, so I'll give you the roles and tell me which one he did not play. Did he play Commissioner James Gordon in Zack Snyder's The Snyderverse DC movies? Did he play the yellow M&M in what I'm going to affectionately call the Hersheyverse? Uh, did he portray um, the Invisible Man, or was he planning to portray the Invisible Man in Universal Studios' Dark Universe, where they were going to have all their monster movies? Um, that started with Tom Cruise, and they had uh, Russell Crowe as you know showing up as Doctor Jekyll, and they had a whole big thing planned, but eventually it didn't come to pass. Um, or was he in uh, Invincible's uh, Vitramite universe as Omni Man, Invincible's dad? So, which of these is the role that he was not either playing or planned to play, not signed on to play at any point? Commissioner Gordon. I don't. I'm not too privy on the Snyderverse. But okay, I'm gonna go Gordon because I, I just don't. Know. I'll double down on that. I'm going Invisible Man. Okay, so there, there is a correct answer, and it is not Commissioner Gordon. He was Commissioner Gordon in uh, Batman as well as Justice League and Justice League in black and white and extra long. Is that the DC? The, the um, Snyder Cut. Movie? Yeah, well, there, there you I've go. seen clips, that's why I knew that one was right. So, yeah, those movies blow. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> Um, he was also the yellow M&M in commercials that for I knew. over a decade. Right. I knew um, he's Invincible's dad on the Omni-Man Which cartoon. Which is awesome. I if know. You, yeah. It's so good. Season two is coming out, I think, in November. I can't wait. Super violent. Like oh, It's, it's so crazy violent. awesome. But uh, in the Universal MonsterVerse, they, had, they did the uh, mummy with uh, Tom Cruise, like I said. They had plans for Channing Tatum to be Van Helsing, Russell Crowe to be Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Javier Bardain was going to be Frankenstein's monster. Love and the Invisible Man was going to be portrayed by Johnny Depp, ah, not J.K. Simmons. Okay. So, Bob, you get that one. Yes. All right. Nice. I, Good I job, Bob. All right. My second one is, why does Spider-Man have super strength? Because bitten, spiders but... don't. And yeah. shouldn't Ant Man? If anybody does, Ant Man should. Yeah, um, I, they never really mention it in the films, I don't think. But I, I'm just willing. No, they skirt. To, I was willing to suspend disbelief because that's why, not why good not? enough. Why not, Chad? Why? How is he going to jump that high? I mean, he has the proportionate strength and speed of a spider, and precognition, which spiders also have. <laughs> I'm gonna go with that answer. Right there. Fair. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Precognition and super strength. Yeah. It's a spider thing. It yeah. all goes together. Duh. What was all that? Right. We we've all read Charlotte's Web. We know what's up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's so sad. So sad. Mm. <laughs> anyway, all right. My last question is gonna be a, a, a long-winded one, like all of mine. But uh Ned Leeds shows up in the film. And if you are a comic book nerd, you know that the Ned Leeds in this film is actually more based on Genki, who is Miles Morales's like best friend and guy in the chair. But oh, okay. Ned Le Ned Leeds was the name of a long-standing Spider-Man character in the comic books. And so I'm gonna give you five plot lines from the Spider-Man comics, and one of these did not happen. Okay. Okay. So the first one. A, is Ned Leeds this long-standing character 
a reporter from the Daily Bugle who vies with Peter for Betty Brant's affections and eventually wins and gets to marry Betty Brant. Is Ned Leeds bestowed with a goblin suit by J. Jonah Jameson in a plot to finally destroy Spider-Man? Is Ned Leeds eventually brainwashed into believing he's the Hobgoblin? Who, by the way, is another goblin baddie who dresses up in goblin gear. But then uh, Ned is killed in Berlin by a guy named the Foreigner. <laughs> is Ned Leeds, uh, does he return as a clone, uh, being cloned by Ben Riley, who was himself a clone of Spider-Man, who was cloned by a guy named the Jackal. But when Ben Riley cloned the Ned Leeds, he was serving as the Jackal. Uh, so it's Spider-Man clones fighting someone else uh, who returns and then disguises himself. Ned Leeds does as a hobo to watch over Betty. I just wrote down, I wrote down proxy clones for that question. <laughs> yeah, lots <laughs> of clones. And your final option, does it turn out that Ned Leeds actually was a willing hobgoblin all along who did die but was immediately resurrected after his death because he had taken some of the Green Goblin goblin formula? Hmm. So Jeez. one of these is not true. <laughs> was it the it's reporter obvious. who marries Betty Brandt? Was it getting the goblin suit from J. Jonah Jameson? Was it being brainwashed into believing he's the hobgoblin and then killed in Berlin? Was it returning as a clone, a hobo clone, uh, watching Betty? Or was it uh, being the hobgoblin all along? Come on, Rob, you know this one. Hobo clone. I, 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 I'm going to go with hobo clone because <laughs> I have okay. no fucking clue. <laughs> all right. Anybody Bob, else? Adventure, I guess. Yeah, I want to say, um, I want to say, uh, the first hob, the first hobgoblin one. I forget what that the. Oh, where he's killed. Yes, he's brainwashed into thinking he's the hobgoblin. Brainwashed hobgoblin. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna say that he didn't get. Uh, he didn't get the girl. I'm gonna go with uh, number one. Okay. All right. So I, uh, I pulled a bob here on you guys. I tricked you. Mm. Because he did marry Betty Brandt. He was killed in the Spider-Man versus Wolverine crossover in the 80s, which the creators didn't tell the main creators in the Spider-Man book they were going to do it. It screwed up all their plots they were working on. <laughs> um, and he did return as a clone who disguised himself as a hobo who was cloned from the clone of Spider-Man who was using the name of the guy that cloned the clone of Spider-Man in the first place. Comic mm. books are dumb. But he was not... <laughs> bestowed with the goblin suit by J. Jonah Jameson in order to finally destroy Spider-Man. That obviously was the scorpion, and it was the scorpion suit that fused to his body, That's... thereby making him want revenge. Come on, Rob. Come on, Rob. Obviously. <laughs> I have failed you guys. I'm sorry. Chad Foolery. We're such Indeed. <laughs> what a bunch of rubes. <laughs> Thanks for you know, playing. I saw so many rubes in this movie. Rubes? Uh, anyway. Yeah. Bad credit names. <laughs> I'm the freak. The Phantom Freak. The King of Nine X. Bad credit names. Alright, wait, wait. I was the master of disaster, huh? You're hopeless, man. Utterly hopeless. Ultra laser. Doctor Doom. Orwell's here now. He's living large. We have no names, man. No names. We are nameless. Discord fry. Okay, I only have four, starting with Wolf Larson, which I, I'd, I'd be cool if that was my name. That's an awesome yeah. name, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, Fionn. That's uh, it. Okay. Is that a and, car? 
It sounds like one. Yeah, like yeah. a really small car. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Chin. Oh, that's nice. That sounds like a superhero, maybe. Yeah. I, th- I think I'm thinking of like the Red Chin or something. Maybe it's a. You're thinking Crimson Chin and, and Cleft the Boy Chin Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that fairly odd, parents? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and lastly, Eric Shrum. Ew. Oh, yeah, it sounds like a, yeah, it sounds like a penis nickname, like a Jewish <laughs> penis nickname. Did you know that the guy <laughs> who was the, the sumo trainer actually played three parts? I didn't. He no. did. <laughs> How about that? I want to say he was also the martial arts expert and one other part. I don't doubt it. They, okay. they needed a better martial arts expert in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's compare the movies. Um, oh, you know what I didn't do? What? I didn't do an offensive minigame, so I'm going to have to make it up as we go. Okay. Okay. Okay, that's going to be really fun for me. Can't fun. wait. All right, let's <laughs> compare the movies. Quite the real enemy. First, I'm going to have to find um, Sniper Special Ops. Oh, no, I can get... I, all right, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, all right, so negative 57.5 for uh, sniper, or sniper Special Ops is not to be outdone. Uh, a 39.2 for Hard Ticket to Hawaii. They're both the worst of its kind, but obviously Sniper wins this one. Yeah. Um, Bob, you had a 4.63, uh, and that beats the Team 4.5 we had for Sniper Special Ops, so it's 1-1. We'll determine who is more offensive in a minute uh, when I try to pull something together. Dialogue, what's worse? It's hard ticket, right? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yes. Even, even with all the uh, military jargon that nobody cares about. Um, production, laughable effects for hard ticket or pacing for sniper special ops? Pacing. Yeah, I, I think I, I, I'm, because... I'm going to give hard ticket the better production. Yeah, because hard ticket was clearly a b-movie whereas sniper special ops was trying to be so much more okay so it's it's 2-2 then uh acting i think we have to go hard ticket because the lead actress was drunk the whole time but then again so was steven seagal probably yeah no he was just eating the whole time (laughs) and not breathing (laughs) apparently (laughs) oxygen (laughs) balloons oxygen balloon (laughs) (laughs) but you guys agree that acting uh goes to hard ticket yeah Yes. Okay, demerits. We have uh, Sniper Special Ops. They're waddling Seagal. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but we haven't established one yet for Hard Ticket to Hawaii. What do you guys think? Oh, massively offensive. Let's just say that yeah. we... It has to get a demerit for having more offensive things than we can even mention in the segment. Uh, that is true, and uh, that will take us straight into the offensive minigame. But what do you, th- you think massively offensive is m- worse than they're waddling Seagal? I do. Yeah. Yes. Okay, here we go. I'm going to do my best. Uh, Let's throw it to the offensive minigame, and we'll all play. Chad, you too. Woohoo! The. Okay, this is a story about my mom and dad. Offensive. Minigame. My skin is fair, yet tan. I want to apologize. I've punched the the computer like six times tonight. (laughs) I don't know what's gotten into me. I just apparently am not a huge fan of my laptop, so. Sorry for that. Um, let's see here. Yeah, okay. I'm just going to have to wing it. All right. Um, let's start slow with Malachi Cargo official uniforms showing ass. Okay. Versus 
bullet begat side boob. So, Chad, for you, uh, the Molokai cargo official uniforms, uh, which the ladies wear, literally show their ass cheeks. Okay. So it's DEA officers, aren't they? I I mean, they, I I don't know. I guess um, Donna is undercover and Taryn actually works for Molokai cargo. I thought it was the other way around. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Taryn is, um, Taryn is actually a member of Molokai Cargo, I think, okay. because she, she, right. yeah, because she doesn't, um, at the end, yeah. she's the one who can save the diamonds. The uniforms so, yeah. do show ass cheeks, yes. Yeah. Having uh, followed politics slightly, uh, it doesn't surprise me that there'd be government officials like, no, we need those shorts higher. So. <laughs> true, true. This is That's Hawaii, right. goddammit. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so uh, what did I just lead with? Let's go with. Uh, <laughs> gratuities, meaning okay. just way too many boobs or. Delightful dead body documentation. That one. OK, yeah, so uh, so body. the girl in uh, the sniper special ops movie is taking pictures of dead bodies with glee when they win. Uh, both both American and I don't know they don't even actually establish where they are. Are they in Afghanistan? They never I say. Think so yeah, they never. They yeah. literally never say. So that's offensive in itself. Uh, so is that one one? Can we throw it to the bonus? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Uh, handsy host. Yep. Can't do that. No, you can't. Or baby in a battle zone. Oh God. Context is everything, though, because like in in times of war, babies do end up in battle zones. So if you're going for historical accuracy, I guess that's. She she put her own baby into crosshairs, though. (laughs) Yeah, but it was like. For a good cause, I guess. (laughs) Or groping. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I guess they're both not great, but they're both bad. Yeah, that's for sure. Everything, I guess. Um, okay, so so are you going? Um, I'm gonna, I'll I go think, baby in battle zones. Probably worse. I, I think more people will be offended by the host than they would be about someone in a war zone making a I, tough decision. Th- just to make it easier for you, Chad, the uh, host at Edie's um, diner or whatever the fuck it was. I don't know what the place was. It was like a Hawaiian restaurant. Um, is constantly making um, references to boobs and butts and sex and stuff like it and it's just like it makes you groan okay but but in sniper special ops uh this woman is trying to save uh someone who was just shot but she's got her baby with her and she like goes right to where the person was shot with her baby which i found offensive because i is it like uh you wouldn't shoot a baby would you no 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 i've got this baby there's no way you can shoot me now (laughs) no no tiny human shield no oh Oh man, this is tough. Uh, oh. That made me think of Captain America and like using the baby <laughs> as the shield, <laughs> bouncing well, it off of things and catching it again. I think they did that <laughs> in this most recent Flash movie. They're putting babies in microwaves. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. I, yeah. yeah, I'm going to go uh, just in the spirit. I just heard the new Aquaman movie involves uh, like people walked out because there's a baby scene in there and something bad happens to a baby. And so I okay. think that is the cause celeb. We're gonna protect them babies. Okay, so, so uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Bombo. 
making Uh-oh. it a two to two. So uh, I I think we had a four to two. We call offensive a wash, which is crazy because a hard ticket to Hawaii is way more offensive. Uh, <laughs> so a four to two victory for hard ticket to Hawaii, our current worst movie of the season. I think that tracks. Uh, you guys feel good about that? Oh yeah. Okay, so so that's what the science says, and that's what yeah. we say. Uh, next week we are doing a Matthew McConaughey movie you may not have heard of. Gary Oldman also stars in a and, and Peter Dinklage if you're a Game of Thrones fan. Uh, a movie called Tiptoes. If you don't know what it is, it's a movie where Peter Dinklage and Gary Oldman are both uh, little people. Little not people. normies. Is that what they want to? Yeah, not normies. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right, all right. It's right. Um, thank you again, Chad Smith from the Last Comic Pod, uh, the Last Comic Shop podcast for joining us. We very much appreciate your expertise, and it's always fun having you on. Uh, we'll look forward to the next time having you. We'll talk about it. We'll see you, uh, when next you want to come on. Uh, Rob, I say that you uh, – is there anything else you want to uh, plug, Chad, before um, we send it to our outro? Uh- no, our, our just our last couple of shows have all been like some of my favorites. We got to interview Roy Thomas, who was the guy who took over Marvel after Stan Lee. Wow. Uh, we sat down with him for an hour. That was awesome. And then uh, the next show that we published was one that got my kid to read comic books. Hmm. Like, oh, wow. I don't know if you guys are familiar with One Piece, but like my yes. kid doesn't oh, yeah. care anything about comics. He saw me reading One Piece and then uh, he's like, can I read that? I was like, sure. And then within a month, I had to buy all 103 volumes of it for him to keep wow. up. And had then I had to. Had to. I, I did. just had, had to. to. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I <laughs> no did. Choice. And the last show that we published, our, our, the most recent show, was our. We Every summer we do something called Live Stream for the Cure, which is like a cancer research benefit show. Cool. And so, like, I don't know, just. And I haven't been able to listen to any of them because they're all shows I'm proud of and it makes me nervous. But uh, yeah, yeah, I get the, that. The most recent back catalog of shows are just something that, uh, yeah, th- like they're my highlights throughout the year. They're all crammed into one month. Cool. Well, we'll definitely have to Hell check yeah. that out. Awesome. Nice. I'm, I'm glad you told us about that. So thank you. Thanks well, for the opportunity. I always have tons of fun here. Yeah, and and uh, we do too. And we'd love to join you anytime on the Last Comic uh, Shop podcast uh, if if ever you want us. And uh, Rob, plug us and send it to Bob, but play us out with that little clip I sent you. www.theworstmovieevermade.com everything's there email social media streaming youtube all that fun stuff you could uh you know just 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 reach out to us vote on our polls look at bob's trailers um email us all that fun stuff last word bob uh twin peaks for sure (laughs) (laughs) all right see you guys next week Travel agent commercial. <laughs> they are. It is uh, plane footage. It's like a helicopter shooting a plane, flying through Hawaii. This is like ten minutes in, right? When they're flying the snake. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, 10, time mark is like twelve. Yeah, twelve minutes. Okay.
I'm willing to bet it's the guy that plays plays Jade. Singing. <laughs> that was a music director. I don't know how this movie could have been bad. This sounds wonderful. <laughs> like I said, I, I gave it a full star on Letterboxd for the last <laughs> Yeah, it was a barrel of laughs, that's for sure. That's enough of that. That That's more than enough of that. Oh, my God. (laughs) See you next week, guys. Bye, Greg.